Peggle. A simple Plinko game where a cartoon character shoots a metal ball at orange and blue pegs with the hope of eliminating all of the orange ones. That's literally all it is. Can our hosts make a movie out of this? Like, at all? Find out on this episode of Game Reel. Welcome to Game Reel. Uh, my name is Cassidy Easton. I am your most hungover host, and this is uh, oh, and these are my co-hosts. Um, introduce yourselves, boys. Uh, I I'm Matt Brennan. Sobriety level pretty good. <laughs> I am Annika, our least hungover host. Actually, genuinely the least hungover at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I watched Cats last night with some friends. It got a little rowdy. Oh, okay. It was pretty rowdy the last time we watched Cats. Yes. There has not been a sober viewing of Cats for me in my life. And there that's should... how I'm trying to keep it. Yeah, that. why would you? This is not a uh, Cats podcast as much as we'd like it to be. It's a, it's a show where three college grads write movies about, you know, video games they like. And a video game I like is Peggle. And so we're going to... We're going to try our fucking hand at it. This part of the podcast will go very short. Peggle is a pachinko game where you are a cute little cartoon character and you try to hit all the orange pegs with a ball. That's it. That's the game. Uh, It was developed by PopCap. It came out, uh, I don't know, when did it come out? It came out years ago. Like maybe, I'm going to say, I'm going to ballpark it 10 years ago because I played this when I was like a kid. Yeah, me um, too. That's the game. <laughs> There's literally no lore or anything. <laughs> they call themselves Peggle Masters. That's the only lore. You're you're at a university of some sort, seemingly with no boundaries of space. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a favorite Peggle Master? <laughs> the sound. I mean, the sound you just made. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I th- well, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Lightning is just like vibes immaculate, you know. Like he's just yeah, he, he is a fun. Th- but Renfield Pumpkin, I I really mm-hmm. like. I, he's I cool. Love, yeah, love the name Renfield. Also a big fan of that. He's he's a fun guy. <laughs> There's he, he has a good power. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the Peggle Knights uh, portraits because I've only I was you know I have not played Peggle but I've, yeah. I've watched a decent amount of Peggle it's in preparation mm-hmm. and I gotta say for the Peggle Knights portrait of Claude Lobster where he's just a a giant like are you seeing he's, he's huge. like yeah he's like towering over the planet like just yeah like, for cuckoo. whatever reason it's his... pretty nuts. His, like, side occupation is being a kaiju. <laughs> um, my favorite Peggle Master is uh, Lord Cinderbottom, because he's a dragon. And his power sh- is to shoot a giant fireball that, like, just burns through all the pegs. He seems pretty OP. It's not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's actually kind of a sucky power, but oh. I like it. It's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Plays a plays a dramatic music sting when you uh, when you get the 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 power the power peg. When I played this, I remember liking um, Warren Rabbit. He's the one who gives you like mm-hmm. it's like a random lucky spin, so it's different every time. Yeah, I remember really liking him when I used to play this like as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then I wrote Marina because she's a squid. <laughs> Marina because she's a squid. On brand. That is all I have to say about her. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Marina. She's in Peggle Knights. Yeah. She's got the electro bolt. I forgot all about her. You said Marina because she's a squid, and I, I had just recently listened to our, like, Splatoon episode, and I was like, how old are these notes? <laughs> But yeah, um, I guess we can get right into pitches because there's not much else to say about these um, these fun characters. Do you guys have pitches? Do you want to go first? I'll admit, not like the best worded pitch I've ever mm. I've ever written, but I think you I think you'll get the vibe. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a vibe. So for generations, the Peggle Masters have been the sole thing separating our world from peace and total self destruction. But in their time of need, will a brave new student be able to live up to the master's history of world savingness? <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about, man. That was great. That was great wording. Yeah, I mean, so it was worded perfectly. So I, you know, I don't know if there is like deeper lore that we're just missing. There's just like some flavor text, but like, mm-hmm. you know, these these guys of like various environments and like. I don't know, magical powerness, like, they're just, they just seem like extremely powerful beings who've been there forever, and, you know, yeah. I just thought, like, what if, I, I assume this is what Eternals is about, I've not seen it, <laughs> but, you know, they're just, like, these, like, this long-standing tradition of, like, immortal beings who've just been around forever, you know, saving the world and failing and stuff, and, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, these huge magical entities so i was just thinking we play off that uh i have in my notes the extinction of the dinosaurs was caused by a brazen uh rogue peggle knot uh enacting extreme fever uh yeah i think like extreme fever like as like a plot device would be a fun thing yeah uh in the history of the world the ice age was ended by extreme fever so you know these guys they have their swing in like the way the earth works you know because they're they're strange guys you know and like the order in which you go through all this shit is like weird you know Mm -hmm. you go from like yeah just like normal fantasy things like forest stuff now you're in ancient egypt and then you're in space yeah and then you're like I feel like space is so much like a later thing that you should bring up, but you're just, yeah, fourth level, you're in space. It's like no fucking big deal. <laughs> and then it just gets super like existential and like into mysticism by the end. Like these mm-hmm. guys, they're... They're wild. You, you, should, they're, you shouldn't fuck around with these guys. These guys are powerful. <laughs> and they train people, you know? So like this is, a, this is a... From the beginning of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Since the dinosaurs, at least. <laughs> I like For it. For 200 um, million years. Yes. <laughs> They're ancient. Yeah, so, you know. Jimmy Lightning has been apocalypse. alive for you know. so long. Yeah. He's had many faces. <laughs> so that's my pitch. Could you imagine uh, playing Peggle for 200 million years? 
uh, I think that I think that is like a form of torture in hell. Um, my pitch. I have here. This is a children's fantasy sci-fi adventure. The peaceful land of Peg World is invaded by an alien being who is hell bent on harvesting Peg World's mysterious and powerful resource to himself. It's up to Bjorn and his world. Uh, it's up to Bjorn and his and the world's remaining Peggle masters to stop him. Uh, so the the sort of plot here, I ha- I thought was like, all right, well, only one of them is an alien, so maybe that's the bad guy. Um, so the villain would be Splork Sporkin, the alien, um, and uh, he would be coming to. What I have very, uh, very creatively named Peg World <clears throat> to, uh, to, Lots of um, fun activities on Peg World. Yeah, <laughs> right? They Everyone's get, real open. You they know, get crazy on Peg World. Real comfortable <laughs> with themselves, you know? Um, uh, and he would come to Peg World to, to harvest this mysterious orange and blue, like, glowing crystals called Pegium. <laughs> um and that would be and then it would be up to like bjorn and all the all the fun fun boys jimmy jimmy lightning claude lobster it would be up to them to save the day i also wrote here that additional villains would be renfield pumpkin warren rabbit and lord cinderbottom nice. um, just so that you know splork is not like working alone you know it's a tough gig being a villain I was also thinking of having Renfield and Warren as the villains. Mm. Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, spooky guys. The bunny um, is scary? <laughs> well, you know. A little. He does magic, and that's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. C- circuses are kind of nefarious. <laughs> as yeah. much as As much as they are like an anarchist paradise, in, in a way. <laughs> are they? <laughs> Not you're, really, but you're just you know. saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that's that's this whole podcast that I've been doing. Just <laughs> it's been working out so far. <laughs> I don't know if it's very good, but it's my pitch. I'll read it to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two lesbians who are <laughs> Go on. Who are the heads? of rival Peggle gaming teams must battle it out to see who will become the next Peggle champion. Along the way, the two are forced to team up to stop the true villain, Splork Sporkin, who has escaped from the confines of the game and plans to enact his revenge on anyone who gets in his way. So it'd be like, takes place in the real world, these characters escape from the game, and try to destroy New York City or something. <laughs> Damn, you guys are underselling your pitches. Those are both <laughs> amazing. Damn, I really... <laughs> I really like Peggle coming to the real world. That's pretty good. But I like I think... the crystal that you made up. Peg? Yeah. A Pegium? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's in the podcast. That'll be just where it lives. Yeah. Um, Loki, when I was imagining this, I was imagining that it is in the real world, but like 
humans don't yeah. see the pegs, you know, or something like that. <gasps> you know what I mean? Like all these animals and weird creatures are their like guardians that they don't know about. They're mm. like borrowers or creatures. Yeah. <laughs> borrowers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do we want to go with, dudes? I personally would love to explore this real world bagel uh disaster yeah i agree i think i'm fine with whatever although i do really want it the stakes to be like ridiculously super high and like oh yeah blend if like they don't peggle correctly <laughs> yeah i think i think splork is gonna really mess up the world if uh if they if these two lesbians do not save the day <laughs> a sentence often said <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, how does this movie begin? Can we, we should start name with them. The, we, we, should, should, we should name them. We should name our girls. What are our girls' names? Well, their names I'm not going to pull ridiculous. up my... Huh? <laughs> their names have to be ridiculous. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm not going to pull up my, my list that we got our Subnautica names from, but oh. you said this, and now I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Are they going to be, like, human characters, or are they going to be, like, fun creatures? I think they're humans, no? Uh, I think they're humans. At least the lesbians are humans. Okay. Yeah, I think the Peggle Masters yeah. <laughs> come out of the game, and they are human. Well, every I right. guess even the Peggle Masters can be lesbians. <laughs> can be what? Can be lesbians. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You tell me you look at uh I mean you look at Marina and uh Tula Sunflower, you tell me they're straight? Mm-hmm. I think Splork's a freak. He like <laughs> he Yeah. You know, we're using him as the villain, but like honestly, I think he's the most wholesome looking one out of them, but he's like definitely into some weird shit, you know. <laughs> like what's that what's that thing that he's laying his arm on? Like, I don't know. There's a hole in it, you know. Uh the thing he's leaning his arm on is a gun. Is oh, it done? there's yes. a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. There's a hole. <laughs> we all know what that means. <laughs> yeah, his power episode. is like... <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm just looking through my list here. Is the name Maud like, too much of an old lady name? Maybe they're old lady lesbians. <gasps> oh my god, wow. yes! They're like old ladies who like have definitely had like a relationship before, but they've like broken up. Mm -hmm. Yes! Okay, yes. That's that's I incredible. Okay. okay, so we have I feel like they're definitely... they're. De that's great, because old lady... Old people love like... Yeah, they love I'm not games gonna call like this... this. Yeah, they love games. Like they love like slot machines and like fucking mm -hmm. all this. Like they love Tetris. They love yeah. Peggle. Yeah, they also love feeding animals in the parks. You know, so they're in they're in tune with nature at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why that's why Bjorn Unicorn is going to reveal the secrets of Peggleness to them. The only other the only other name that's sort of related is Mother Ghoul, but that's not. I don't think that's right. Mother Ghoul. Mother ghoul. Um, her beautiful cutlet. <laughs> this list is a, the gift that keeps giving because I forget about a lot of these names when I write them down. 
Uh, I think the movie's already too sexy. We can't have a character named Beautiful Cutlet. <laughs> um, I can read off a list of old Donna. names. Oh, Donna. That's Donna. Yeah, Maud and Donna. Yes. Their couple name used to be Maud Donna. <laughs> Madonna, yeah. Yes, okay. All right, so we got Maud, we got Donna. Who, they're our main characters. Is there anything about them we should figure out? Or we'll, we'll figure that out as we write. Um, Maybe they have different play styles, and that's mm-hmm. what's up, and that informs like their personalities. Yeah, like they, maybe they, they definitely mean different characters. Yeah, Maude is like very conservative in the way she plays, very careful, like super mm-hmm. thought out. And Donna, she's just guns a blazing the whole mm-hmm. time. Sounds like Donna's a Jimmy Jimmy Lightning uh, main. Oh, yeah. Her and Jimmy go way back. <laughs> <laughs> Generations, even. Who, what's, a, what's a conservative little character that Maud can play? She could also do Bjorn, actually. Bjorn's power is literally just, like, makes a longer prediction, like, arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not it's how like, life works, though, man, you know. That's huh? Donna's gripe. That, that's not how life works, though, man. That's what Donna's gripe with Maud is, you know overly trying to plan everything yeah yeah you know it doesn't light any uh spontaneity in her life yeah i think bjorn and jimmy they're also like right next to each other mm-hmm. as like they're like one after the other the characters you get and kind of like the faces of peggle because apparently one of the popular pages on um the peggle fandom wiki is uh jimmy is bjorn oh jimmy oh it's what it says on my computer is a popular pages Green pegs well, are magic. Peggle masters. Game mechanics. Peggle blast. And then Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, oh, listen. There's nothing wrong with these other guys, but there's a clear star here, you know. Yeah, J- yeah. Jimmy's really a he's really a rad dude. If anyone's like you know giving like real wonderful like '90s radness, it's this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, I think who who is the. The spontaneous, the the spontaneous one, Donna. Donna, mm-hmm. I think Donna definitely like used to be like a punk rock, like a punk rock girl. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and maybe even still is. Yeah, old lady with the mohawk. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Where's leather jacket. She she's like one of those leather jacket old ladies, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. And then Maude. She doesn't let herself have too much fun. Mm-hmm. You know, while she was with Donna, you know, she was able to be more spontaneous. And But things got a little too wild, a little too careless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after they broke up, she just kind of clammed up a little bit, which is sad. But, you know, yeah, she's going to open up more by the end of this. They were gamers back in the day. Yeah, I mean, they were they went to arcades. Yeah, they, hardcore uh... gamers. What's a game um, where you could do doubles in? They were they were like a doubles team. A double, I mean Tetris. <laughs> Tetris. Uh, I don't know, but that's taking away from Peggle. It's got to be Peggle. I mean, that's fuck, true. man, we could just say there's Peggle doubles. It's our world. True. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe one shoots the balls, one like controls the. the What's the the little toilet thing that the balls? Oh in? yeah, the the hole. The hole, yeah. Yeah. Where does this movie start for them? Do we start with a flashback to them like when they're young and like playing Peggle and like 
very much in love? Or do we start in media res? Our, our gals are playing Peggle at a big Peggle tournament and destroying. I think I, I we think... start uh, in space and we talk about <laughs> Peggle's effects on the, the events of Earth in its format, you know, killing of the dinosaurs in the Ice Age and whatnot. <laughs> then we pan down to what Peggle has become, which is, you know, to most people, it's a fun game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more than that. Yeah, so the established lore is that these Peggle Masters used to be real and not in the game, but now they yeah. are in the game and they're gone. They've been, I guess they've been trapped in the game. Mm-hmm. A oh, magical yeah. force has, like, trapped them in the game. Or maybe they just voluntarily went, you know? They were like, the world doesn't need us anymore. Let's let's hide away in the computers of humans. Exactly. And just, yeah. you know, fade into the background as a, a popular pop cap game from <laughs> 2008. Oh, I, um, I feel like we should, I feel like that should come later as like a big reveal. Oh, okay. Okay. So like, so, at first, everything's mm-hmm. chugging along as normal, and then one of them breaks out of the game and has to explain yeah. like, the lore. Oh, can we can we have a <laughs> can can B- Bjorn Unicorn and Jimmy Lightning be dating and they are like a reflection of uh, <gasps> yes, mod, yes, absolutely, of 100%. Mod and Donna. And, you yeah, know, they they like relate to each other in that, and they like see their flaws in their relationship in the, in these magical creature guys. Absolutely, awesome. which brings them together more because they mm-hmm. you know through through understanding. Jimmy and Bjorn, they start to understand the flaws of their own relationship and how they could be better. Yes, I think I think that is required for this movie. <laughs> okay, cool. So in that case, no 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 opening narration yet. Or maybe there's like mysterious opening narration that like alludes to this stuff, but it doesn't like yeah. outright say it. Yeah. It like I feel alludes like... to there being greater powers at work I feel in like... the world. Yeah. I feel like we should tease, like, a spaceship on the horizon in space. Mm. Oh, I thought Splork was going to break out of uh, the game. Yeah, I think he should I, I think he should break out of the game, but using his Peggle powers, then he can summon spaceships to, like, invade Earth. Yeah. Wait, so, so they, they were, like, in, like, the, in the reality of the actual world before mm-hmm. they went into the game. So maybe he could have, like, an abandoned spaceship that just, like, orbits the Earth that, like, mm. is just inactive at first. But then we'll see when he escapes, like, she will get booted up again. Yeah, actually, that's good. Yeah. So we tease, like, a spaceship on the, like, edge of Earth's orbit. Yes. Mm. In ruin, much like the Earth after Peggle became fictional. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the second movie where we've teased spaceships on the edge of the <laughs> on the edge of the screen. It's good. It's spaceships a good, are cool. It's a powerful image. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, What are you gonna fucking do, guy? When you see a giant spaceship on the horizon, <laughs> shit, cry, pants, man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we we start out with that, and then I think we should hard cut to a Peggle tournament, and I think it should be a Peggle tournament that. Donna is in, and she's like owning 
And I think it should be like that should be our introduction to Donna is that she's like a Peggle champion and like she's in still like like beating ass at Peggle um, in her old age. <laughs> I just kind of I just pictured it like it's like I just pictured like the opening sequence of Titan, but with Peggle. I don't know if you guys seen Titan. I'm just picturing like. It's like the, the, the fucking car expo where all these sexy, like, strippers dancing on cars. I'm just picturing that, but it's like the Peggle tournament. <laughs> Are they still strippers? I mean, maybe. <laughs> it's Peggle, man. Peggle's a big deal. Yeah, Peggle's for, Peggle's for everyone. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, there's probably not strippers. But regardless, like, we see, we, we're, we're, like, introduced to Donna at this Peggle tournament, we are introduced to the fact that she's really good at Peggle. She mains Jimmy Lightning. I'm, I'm like suppressing the urge to say Jimmy Dreams so hard. <laughs> uh, but she mains Jimmy Lightning and, you know, is like a huge star at the Peggle tournaments. Should we then cut to Maud? Is Maud also in the competition? So, so that's what I was going to say. I feel like one of the big points of like contention between them, I feel like, is that uh, Maude never goes to the tournaments anymore. Mm. Um, her peg old days are behind her. Yeah, that's how she, that's very much how she feels. But we we all know that she still plays Peggle at home. But I don't know. I, like, I, I I want there to be a scene where like, uh, like Maude shows up at a Peggle tournament. And uh, Donna's like, what? You don't go to these anymore. Um, and she's like, yeah, I just felt like taking you down. Or something like that. What if um, mm-hmm. at the tournament, this new like big rival mm-hmm. of Donna is like Maud's like daughter? Or something, so then, oh. like, this girl has been trained by Maude uh-huh. and, like, plays the way that Maude plays and is better than Donna. And so then Donna has to, like, I don't know, maybe try to, like, get Maude out of retirement to help uh-huh. her. That's really good. Wait, so she's Maude's daughter? Yeah. Or How old maybe, is she? if not her daughter, then just like, um, like someone who's been training under her. I like daughter because it makes it very weighted mm-hmm. when Don- Donna's still like, well, it's like it's just a very weighted feeling for Donna where it's like, well, I want to remain the champion, but also this is my ex's kid. You know? I feel like she'd be like, fuck that kid then yeah that's yeah but it's like yeah it's kind of like a weighted decision but it's also just like she maybe doesn't react to it as maturely as she should yeah oh so maybe it's really hard in peggle like it's embarrassing it's like yeah yeah not very sportsmanly yeah absolutely i think she pops off on her super hard totally decimate her yeah. And then she's like forced to pull her mom out of retirement. <laughs> like, <laughs> how how old is is Maud's daughter if they're old ladies? Uh, yeah. Because like I kind of 
Okay. Yeah, like I'm... in her in her early thirties. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just like imagining this old lady just like decimating a child. <laughs> I was funny. I was kind of picturing that, but I was could like, it be oh, granddaughter? She, I she think have that to be would... a granddaughter. Okay, we can do granddaughter. But then, why is a child at the Peggle Tournament? Well, I mean, it's a Peggle They're a tournament. prodigy. They're a prodigy. prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> how, okay, so they. how about they haven't fought... They haven't fought in bracket yet, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Donna and the kid. And, you know, they talk about... And they're, like, obviously going to be, like, the top two. Like, it's it's yeah. evident. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, Mod's like, you know, she's just a kid. Maybe go easy on her or something like that. And Donna's like, fuck you, what? I'm not going to go easy... Or, like, maybe she's like, yeah, sure, I'll go easier. And then she just destroys her in actuality, and it really, just to, like, spite mod. Yeah. Because, you know, they're messy. Donna's a yeah. messy girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, she destroys this this child. Um, child name of, um, I don't know, Mary. Sure. <laughs> Let's ca- can we make it something that sounds like Donna, but has a nickname that doesn't sound like Donna? So, like, later on, it's so like, oh, I named her uh, after you. Well, if it's her granddaughter. Feels. Yeah. I guess that's... Maybe... Is that weird? I don't know. That is a little weird. <laughs> Mod's a weird lady, you know? <laughs> Listen, I mean... I can't Donna. think of anything. Are we not brave Thanks. Are we not brave enough to put morally ambiguous old lady lesbians? No, I, lady, I'm just trying... I'm honestly just trying to think of names that sound like Donna. Yeah. Wait, what if she's Maddie and it's like Madonna? Her <laughs> full name is, you know, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her full name is their old ship name. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so stupid. Maddie, okay, I That's like so that. That's so funny, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So her name's Maddie, but on her birth certificate it says Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> yeah. For some plot reason, she has to show her birth certificate later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's like in the like when they when they think all hope is lost and they're like, you know, like laying side by side. They're like, you know, I name, I I, I made my daughter name her her my granddaughter Madonna <laughs> after us. And Donna's like, that's extremely sweet and also very fucked up. <laughs> I imagine at that point they're like on the ship that's crashing to Earth and they're like possibly yeah. gonna die. Yeah. If they don't play Peggle like super hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like it like the ship is falling out of the atmosphere and there's like all kinds <laughs> of debris and stuff and they're like, No, we need to think like Peggle Masters. This is the ultimate game of Peggle. We need to bounce the ship off the debris to slow it down. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be a- I thought awesome. you were gonna be like, no, we have to save the ship. Winks at the audience. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could absolutely have a joke like that. Nothing's stopping us. Yeah, of course. I totally do want the ship to bounce off like a fucking thing. Yeah, That'd it's gotta cool. bounce off stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, all right. So, we've established all this. Should she know that this is... No, she absolutely should. She should, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, cause that makes what she's doing, like, a direct uh, mm-hmm. slight at Maud, because she's mm-hmm. salty, you know? Then, I think shortly after, I think something should happen that causes... Uh, Splork? Splork to 
bust out of one of the Peggle machines. No one likes maining Splork. No one's like mained him in a tournament for like ten years. Yeah, I think we it should like pan over to some kids talking about like their favorite characters, and then they like start shit talking Splork. Yeah. Wait, what if we have? Maybe it could be Maddie, like a kid, like you know, who's like lost and they feel like like an outcast, and they're like, "I use mm-hmm. Splork," and they're like, "You're an idiot for using Splork," and then like. They go to play Peggle and like Splork starts talking and being like, you know, they shouldn't treat you like this. You know, we deserve better. Oh man, oh. is Maddie gonna be like the the henchman of Splork who helps him like pull off his plan? Yeah, yeah. He, Splork's gonna that. manipulate this kid. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like playing on her own, dejected, and kids are like making fun of her for being a Splork main. <laughs> and then Splork starts talking to her. And maybe he tells her, like... He's like, don't you feel alienated? Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> Winks with his only eye. Uh-huh. He's like, why are you blinking? It's like, I'm winking. <laughs> <laughs> and then so maybe he, like, reveals, like, a secret technique in the game that would, like, release him. Cut oh. your thumb and write Splork in blood on the game screen. <laughs> does he, like, offer to train her? Or, like, why does she want to release him? I think he... Well, hmm. I think she definitely... I mean, she was second place at the trial. I think she definitely wants to be the best... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Peggle player. Yeah, and he's, like... He's seducing her with these, like, like words where it's, like... This, this, this is nothing. This is not even what Peggle used to be. You want to see real Peggle power? Do this ritual and release me. And I'll show and then you he sh- real power. And then he shows you <laughs> the fucking dinosaurs getting extinct. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> the, yeah, it was like... <laughs> Peggle can just, like, change the world. The yeah. yeah. So then she releases him. Mm-hmm. And this naturally, I think, will cause chaos at the Peggle tournament. Because Splurg, you know, he heard all those people talking shit about him. Mm-hmm. So they're getting murked. Yeah. Maybe not, like, fully dying, but, like, some, like, oh, I zap you, and you're, like, in an alternate limbo dimension, whatever type thing. He turns them into pegs. He turns... Yeah, orbit the balls. Oh, yeah. Either One of one of the two. There's only, like, two things in the game, so... <laughs> yeah, ne- neither is, like, a great thing to be. You're either... Hitting things or getting hit by things. Yeah. I think you should turn them into pegs because I think all of them are able to utilize balls in some way. We don't want to make the, the peggle ball a malevolent force because I think Bjorn oh. and Bjorn and Jimmy are also going to use them. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe the only way to release like the, the people of the tournament and maybe Earth is to free them from the pegs by you know playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, what is the hard and fast rules about what, like, real Peggle is? Because I, I well, feel like it's going to be important to the movie. I feel like Peggle point. is, like, an extremely magical, like, interdimensional game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the later levels, it, like, it gets, like, you're in, like, Constellation. It gets pretty, like, freaky, you know? Could it be the kind of thing where, like, they all used to play this game... 
and then they became so competitive and it got so out of hand that mm-hmm. they started like like causing chaos around them yeah something where like maybe like a city or something or like a planet was destroyed because they peggled too hard so now maybe they all decided to put themselves into like peggle jail Mm -hmm. inside of this Mm. game like because they all knew they were too competitive to not fight each other does that work i think that makes sense like they're just like yeah it's just swinging at each other and they realize they cause too much but splork loved the chaos yeah he's a he's a real freak so are we going with the if you hit a blue peg without clearing all the orange ones first someone dies sure well if if we do that surely they are going to kill a few people by accident yes i don't know if we want to put like this high of a body count on these two lesbians you know Maybe they just don't know, so, like, they're not sure if they killed anyone. Yeah, and they can, like, or, like, they don't know, and what is revealed is, like, they're going to Splork's ship. Maybe he's, like, why do humans like Peggle? Because I like it for destruction, but they don't. What what makes a human tick? What brings them joy Mm -hmm. or whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. But what happens from there? Starts turning people into pegs. He's going to start going around the world, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Pegolin people. Yeah. Pegafine people. Yeah, he, like, rips the, the roof off the tournament, and, like, you see his spaceship, like, zoom in, and he, like, gets in it. Mm-hmm. Takes Maddie with him. Now, is Maddie down for this? I feel like she is. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe she got a little bit power-hungry, and she's sick of losing. I mean, as a child, she's allowed to be to be kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah, that's true. No too much better. Yeah. Maybe Splork doesn't tell her the truth. And it's like, oh, you know, it's still just a game. Yeah, yeah, Down exactly. The, he, he's definitely doesn't... lying to her. Yeah. This is very much like that new Space Jam movie. So Maude and Donna see all this shit happen. Maude obviously wants to get her granddaughter back. She must think she's, like, in danger. Donna, um... Donna has gone back to playing Peggle as, as, like, regular gaming. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, hey, man, world's ending. You know, I'm going to play the game I love. You know, fuck this shit. Yes, I think that should be her attitude at first. Mm-hmm. And then I think Mod should be like, I need you to help me get my granddaughter back. Yeah. Yeah. And then Donna's like... Oh, shit. Oh, okay. You need me, huh? Oh, mm. <laughs> And while, the, like, I think when that happens, I think maybe Bjorn and and Jimmy should, like, talk to them. Yeah, because in, in this scene, Donna would already be playing that, and maybe that's when, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should Bjorn and Jimmy break out, too, at that point? Yes. Yeah. Can we, like, have them, like, talking as their characters in, like, the, the arcade machine at first, and then they yeah. pop their heads up? Yeah. Well, I think they have to do the same ritual to, like, release them. What was the ritual, exactly? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever we want. Uh, something about read blood. The, <laughs> read the ancient Latin on the back of the game box. <laughs> yeah, literally, it could be that. Um, I don't know, some kind of, like, Konami cult code shit. Yeah. 
Fucking Deus Domine Peggle something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then, well, first they do some, like, exposition, right? They, like, tell Maud and Donna what's up and that uh, they can help stop this, but they're they're the only ones that um, should be released because they think the rest probably won't want to go back. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should accidentally release all of them, but and like we'll go mm. to their respective locations because I feel like we're going to be going around the world for this thing. So you know, if they're in Egypt, you know, why not have Cat Tut there? It's true. You know? That might complicate our uh, conflict a little bit because it, then it seems like two conflicts are happening at the same time. There's Splork doing his shit. Which, unless it's his plan to release all the Pagel Masters, but I feel like the way we've characterized him, he wants to be, like, the the reigning supreme. In, in our backstory of, like, them, like, sealing themselves up in the game, could we not mm-hmm. just make it that it was unanimous except for Splork? Yeah. And so, like, the other guys are not nearly as malicious as, as Splork is. I'm just looking at Splork, and he's like, he's just like such a chipper guy. Like, I can't believe we're putting such like nefarious intentions on him. <laughs> We've really vilified him. What if they release Bjorn and Jimmy, but then Splork does some stuff where it's like, oh no, 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 you guys are gonna try and put me back, and he like does some shit where it like permanently seals the rest in there, and it's like their goal is to release the other Peggle Masters, but they have to do it in a fun Peggle way. Why would they want to release the other Peggle Masters, though? Uh, to get Splork back in the machine. Because if it's unanimous, that all the other Peggle Masters want to... Ah, I see. Like, wanted to do this, except for Splork. Mm-hmm. Then I think then their, their goal should be to release the Peggle Masters so that they can put Splork away. Mm-hmm. And they have to travel around the world to their various locations. Like yeah, Peggle they gotta together. gotta go to Egypt for Cat Tut. They gotta go to France for Claude Lobster. What is stopping them from releasing these Peggle Masters? Well, I assume they have to beat the Peggle levels to, to release the Masters. What would the equivalent of the, the big ball shooter at the top of the screen be? I think the ball shooter is there. Um, and it only has ten balls. Mm-hmm. And only Peggle Masters are able to control it. And I think what the hap- I think what they should do is they should release Bjorn Unicorn. And then Splork sees this and he's like, oh, fuck no. And then he like does a crazy thing where it traps all of the Peggle Masters in like their own level, right? And the first level is Jimmy Lightning. And this is them realizing what's at stake here. And it should be really chaotic and crazy because it's the first, like, real Peggle game they've ever played. Yeah, it should be, like, the first level they play and it should be, like, how they unlock Jimmy and it should be, like, at the, uh, at the arcade. Like, the first level should just be there at the arcade because that's where Jimmy would be anyway. I assume in real life Peggle would be a lot more dangerous because... As the balls are bouncing around, probably pretty chaotically, mm-hmm. they have to dodge it themselves because they're in the environment. Yeah. If it doesn't go in the bucket, it goes on the ground. Can they, like, ride on Bjorn as he is a horse? Yes, I mean, he's definitely their mode of getting everywhere because he's a unicorn. He can do magic stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Right, because then we can have like awkward tension between Maude and Donna because it's yeah, like, they... oh, gotta, you know. Yeah. I just remember we're an audio only pie. I did a motion where I was, you know, you put your hands around someone like when you're riding yeah, a horse it's... or a motorcycle. And so they unleash Jimmy, and, you know, maybe that's where they like, like Bjorn notices, like, usually the people trapped in these things are released when you hit the pegs. But they're not. I don't know where they're going. Um, oh. And that's like the the seed planted that they're all going to splork spaceship. Mm-hmm. And then they release Jimmy and Jimmy starts bickering with Bjorn. Mm-hmm. Do they start bickering immediately or are they very much in love? Oh. Oh. Yeah, I, don't actually, I feel like they should be very much in love. Yeah, because I think that like contrasts our main characters and like yeah. kind of... Mm-hmm. makes them, like, see themselves in these two. The message should be that they need to work together to do this. I wonder if maybe at this point Donna or Maud, one of them, decides, like, maybe they should decide to, like, fight Splork one-on-one, like, challenge him to, like, a one-on-one tournament. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, like completely crushes them so then like they would have to learn the lesson of like i can't do this alone what about they need the power of like a peggle master to be able to use the peggle machines themselves because mm-hmm. right now they can't do it and only peggle masters can bestow that and uh bjorn is like listen if i do this you're a peggle master forever so i don't want to do that just like willy-nilly um, because you might be like Splork. And so they need to prove themselves by releasing some of the other Peggle Masters. And then that's when, like, when when they get the Peggle powers, uh, Donna is like, all right, yeah, I'm going to just go beat him one-on-one. I can do this. And then that should be, like, kind of the climax, I think, is, like, her trying to do this and then being saved by all the rest of the Peggle Masters. Yeah, I think so. I think Maud... Or Donna should be trying to convince Maud, like, we just have to go fight him. Won't you come with me? And Maud's like, no, no, we have to plan this more. Like, we need to be more careful. Yeah. And, like, they, at the end of the fight, Donna just decides that she's just going to try to do it herself. So I think we get the conversation with Bjorn and Jimmy about, like, being a Peggle Master and all that and what the power means. and yeah. And then I guess there's like a montage of releasing the Peggle Masters. What 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 stands in their way next? Maybe Maddie still wants to beat Donna, so she's like, make adding more oh. com- like complicated obstacles for her as yeah. she's trying to peggle it out. Mm-hmm. Yes, Blork should just make Maddie a Peggle Master. Um, and like when when Donna goes to fight him, she instead has to fight Maddie. I think we have a little bit more to go before we get to the final climax. They free all the Peggle Masters over the course of, you know, however long. What really stands in their way while they do this? I guess it would be their, you know, opposing play styles. Mm -hmm. They're having difficult because they're trying to do it separately in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, their opposing play styles are definitely like an obstacle that we see in the montage, but they do get the job done. Their flaws should both like 
re- result in like a lot of people being sent to his ship and i think i think that all the peggle masters don't want to act because they don't know what's going to happen to all the people and that's why they're not just going to like bum rush the ship oh maybe the ship is like a rogue element that like none of the peggle masters know how to deal with because they didn't know it was there maybe that's like a secret splork has kept from them and they're like we don't know how to deal with that he's untouchable up there basically oh yeah maybe they have to convince like convince him to come down if they can't get to him yeah and that's where donna's idea is like i'm gonna challenge him yeah i think that works yeah, I think it should definitely be up to Maude and Donna to bring the ship down. Mm-hmm. And, like, only when he, like, is back on the surface of Earth that they could, like, seal him back up. Yeah, yeah, but he's gonna take them up because we want the, the last, like, big thing to be, like, the ship falling out of space. Well, what if when mm-hmm. Donna challenges him to, like, the one-on-one fight, if, like, she loses and then he takes her aboard the ship... And then Maud has to find a way to get on. Oh yeah, maybe they like sneak aboard the ship while Donna or while Donna is like doing this one on one fight and getting destroyed. Lord Cinderbottom sneaks Maud on the ship, and then that's all they have time to sneak on, because he goes down for another Pagel Master. But then Donna is beaten so quickly that uh, he just snatches her up and flies away. Yeah, so then it's only Donna and Maud on the ship. Yeah, Donna, Maud, and Maddie. Yeah, okay, I like that. Okay, cool. So then they're both, and they're both, or, or like Donna is like in like a alien prison cell, yeah? Yeah. And that's, and she's like all dejected. This is like the dark night of the soul of the movie. <laughs> and uh, then fucking Maud comes in and is like rescues her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? I mean, I guess they have to confront their feelings about each other, right? Yeah. And then do they, should they, should there be a scene with Maddie where they, like, I don't know, I feel like Donna should have to own up for how she treated her. Yeah. Earlier. Yes. I think that is how they beat Maddie, is that Donna, you know, apologizes for her actions. And then Maddie just lets them, you know, get to splork. And then how how should they beat Splork? Um, well, I think when the way they beat Splork is they they realize they have to work together, and that okay. they are both one Peggle Master. I feel like they should use one of the Master's abilities to land like the final blow. I think they should have their own Master ability, like that. Like that's oh, okay. Like they when they team up, they, that that's when they realize what their ability is, and it should be something something powerful powerful and accurate i feel like it should be like a really op ability yeah it it's should be like this yeah the rainbow yeah. <laughs> a rainbow shoots out of their hands and vaporizes all the orange pegs yeah it like i mean that could just be what it is two two rainbow balls come out and bounce on all the orange pegs Maybe they they just shoot like a million different like colored balls and it just forms like this. Giant. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. rainbow, a rainbow of balls, a rainbow <laughs> of balls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I think yeah. that works. That's good. Awesome. It should it should be overpowered because it's like you know it's the climax of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it should totally like destroy the control center, causing the ship to like start to crash to the Earth's surface. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, it has to destroy the ship because that's the only way the other Peggle Masters will be able to get to Splork if he doesn't have his ship. The ship should definitely like like you know as it's coming down as it con- it should look like one of the giant Peggle balls and all the Masters maybe on the surface. Oh yeah. Form a circle and then they turn into the bucket, you know, but like giant. That's really good just a massive bucket and and in this moment i think mod and donna should like definitely like be making peace with each other and being like thinking they're about to die what about the kid like where's the where's Uh, is this where we learn about madonna's full name yes absolutely this is where we learn about her her real name maybe when they okay so how about when you know the ship crashes and then like ricochets off the board into the bucket they're transported into like this void dimension with with splork yeah with splork and they're all just kind of floating and he's be like ah you fucking ruined everything and then all the other masters are there and they're all like you know divine entities in their own right and they're like yeah uh thank you for your service you know you're true you're true peggle masters if you want you could live in the game with us it's a magical world or something you know it's some shit like you know how you know how divine Mm -hmm. entities be Offer yes. you, you things when you save the world. I do. I do like them presenting that choice at the end. It's like, all right, ladies, you've done a huge service. Yeah. If you would like you to know, become full time Peggle masters, you could live in the game with us. You know, you never, you never have to grow any older. You could just play Peggle forever in cyberspace. It'd be kind of dark if they were like, you know, think like you only have so many years left. You know, that is kind. Of, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe they, maybe Bjorn shouldn't say that, but yeah. But then they'll be like, oh, you know, now that we found each other again, like any time, mm-hmm. you know. But that wouldn't make. But then they could live forever together. So, I think that's not. I think well because they're they learned that they're one Peggle Master. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and maybe so... they're like only one of you can become like the the true Peggle Master for some arbitrary reason. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's because they've stripped Splork of his Peggle Master status, and he is going like they are going to replace him. But there's only one spot, and they're like, "Why don't we both fill it, fill it as one Peggle Master?" Yeah. So. And they're like, and then they oh, join. You don't bodies. know math, <laughs> I mean, you joke, but that was kind of what I was gonna pitch. <laughs> I was like, they turn into like a a two headed cartoon thing. Because I was thinking if they become the Peggle Master, then they'd be turned into one of these cartoons, you know? Are we actually going to have them become Peggle Masters? Well, that's the big question, right? Are we gonna? Are they going to say yes to becoming a Peggle Master forever? Or are they going to go back to the real world with all the other people on that ship and Maddie? Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, okay, so if they do become Peggle Masters, you know, like, we'll have, like, a scene at the end where they're in the game and then, then Maddie plays them. But I think it would be kind of horrifying to play a video game and then your grandmother has like become this two-headed beast with like their ex-girlfriend that's like that's pretty scary you know what when you say it like that i I find it hard to argue because i'm just thinking like what kind of what kind of creature could they could they be to be one thing and not to be totally terrifying you know yeah i was I was kind of trying to think of, like, what two-headed cute thing would not be totally scary? I mean, it could just be two characters in one frame. 
I'm just imagining them being like cat dog, like Nickelodeon's cat dog, and that like the the like the implications of that show, even as a child, was just like that was just creeping me out. Yeah. Maddie, where did your grandmother go? Oh boy, have I got the story for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they say no to the Peggle Power. Yeah. I think th- you know what? I think they should just say no. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they decide they want to spend more time getting to know Maggie and yeah. being good grandparents to her. Yeah, maybe they'll be like, "Oh, you know, you guys would merge into a two-headed thing." And they'll be like, "What? That's that's creepy. No, thank you." <laughs> Do we have a movie here? Are we, did we just write the Peggle movie? Yeah, I think so. I they think they so. go back to Earth, hailed it as heroes of, of Earth, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue to be Peggle. Maybe they become like the, you know, the Peggle University teachers or whatever. They establish Peggle University. Yeah, in case like something like this ever happens again, like mm-hmm. we need the future generations to know how we to We need play them Peggle. to know. <laughs> Peggle's no joke. Uh all right, cool. Well, in that case, I think uh I think I'm going to do this recap then. So we open up on space with a mysterious narration about the power of Peggle. We see, peeking out of the periphery of the screen, looking down on Earth, a mysterious dark spaceship. We then cut to a Peggle tournament where this old lady named Donna, who's like, a, a, a leather jacket wearing punk old woman is uh, beating ass at Peggle. She's just totally schooling everyone she come, uh, comes across. Is slated to be one of the, the finalists for the Peggle tournament. She then sees a, another old woman who uh, she recognizes as Maud, her ex-girlfriend. Uh, she you know, goes up to her, strikes up some conversation, like, oh, what are you doing here? I thought you didn't go to Peggle tournaments anymore. I thought you didn't compete anymore. And Maude says, I don't. I'm here supporting my granddaughter, Maddie. Then Donna realizes that her granddaughter will be, uh, that Maddie will be competing against her. And so she's like, oh, that's cool. Sure. It's time passes. We then see Maude is about to go against Maddie. And Maud absolutely destroys her. Destroys her and is super unsportsmanlike. You know, gets all in her face, taunts her. It's embarrassing for both parties. Maud is like, you haven't changed a bit. And, you know, huffs off. And, uh, you know, Maddie uh, goes, you know, plays some Peggle. Uh, and then is reached out to by the mysterious alien entity, Splork. Splork reaches out to her from the game and says, hey, release me. If you want to, you, I saw how like ever they treated you. Everyone treats me like that. Nobody likes me because uh, I'm like, people don't like me. No, they never play me. You're the only one. Uh, and he's like, do this like little ritual and you can release me. And I can show you real Peggle power. I can show you the real uh, extreme fever. And so she does, and Splork erupts from the machine, this like 20 foot tall alien who towers over everyone. He starts, uh, he like scoops her up, he starts turning people into, uh, you know, the pegs, you know, summons his spaceship and flies off into space. 
both Donna and Maddie start like arguing about like what what uh, is happening, what to do. They're freaked out. Maud says that she uh, she needs help getting her granddaughter back, and asks Donna. Donna is uh, surprised that this is happening. And then Bjorn Unicorn reaches out to them from the game, startling them. They talk to Bjorn, he explains what's going on, uh, they release Bjorn, and then Splork sees this and says, Oh hell no, those Pegglemasters are going to put me back in the, in the game, and I don't want that. So he does some crazy alien thing with his spaceship, and he locks all the Pegglemasters into these giant, like, floating Peggle levels above the Earth. Bjorn then uh, imbues the girls with the power to play real-life Peggle, and they unlock the first Peggle character, Jimmy Lightning. Uh, Jimmy Lightning, uh, is once released, is clearly very in love with Bjorn. They're both dating, and, you know, Donna and Maud sort of see themselves. It is revealed that what's normally happening when you do Peggle is not actually happening. Whenever they hit the blue uh, pegs, no one comes out of them. Usually people are released from the pegs when that happens, but they're disappearing. You'd have to play a perfect game to release people properly. And they they do that. They eventually get the hang of it in a, in a little montage of them releasing the other Peggle Masters. But uh, it, is, it is tough, and there are many people who have been secretly transported to Splork's ship. Back on the ship, Splork is outraged. He's planting seeds of uh, seeds of discord in in Maddie. Uh, you know, turning her against her her grandma. Yeah, he he knows that he's safe on the ship, but he wants to go back to Earth to rule it. Um, the Peggle Masters do not know how they're going to get onto the ship. It is too high in the atmosphere. Even those of them that can fly can't get up there. So Donna has the idea. She says, ah, I'll, I'll challenge him to a one-on-one -on -one battle. And Maud's like, that's never going to work, dude. Don't do that. But she does it anyway. She's like, you don't have a peggle power. And so Donna runs off. She challenges Splork to a one-on-one, -on -one, and it does not go well. Donna is handily beaten. And uh, while this is happening, Maud and, Maud and Lord Cinderbottom are being uh, sneaking onto the ship. Cinderbottom is trying to get all the Peggle Masters on the ship, but Donna is beaten so quickly that uh, the ship flies away without any of them. So it's just Maud and Donna on the ship now. Donna thinks that she has been captured for good and she's now gonna live the rest of her days on the ship when suddenly Maud comes to save her. They confront their feelings about each other, they make up, and then um, they go to try and face Splork. Before they do that, though, they are stopped by Maddie, who has some kind of power over them. Maybe she's threatening to like blow them out the airlock or something, but she is standing in their way. And instead of fighting her, Donna owns up to her bad behavior and apologizes. They all hug, things are good. They go to fight Splork. They see that they are clearly outmatched, and they don't know how they're going to do it, and that's when they have the idea to work together. They work together, and they discover their Peggle power, this crazy rainbow ball blast that totally incapacitates the ship and knocks it out of the sky. The ship is hurtling back down towards Earth. 
and they think, oh no, we're definitely gonna die, but at least the Peggle Masters will have Splork. They all huddle together and prepare for impact. The Peggle Masters see this, and they make a giant Peggle level and bounce the ship safely into the bucket. The biggest bucket they've ever seen. Donna and Maud come to in this like dark void dimension and they are surrounded by all the Peggle Masters. The Peggle Masters have stripped uh, Splork of his Peggle Master status and they are here to give Donna and Maud the option to become their own Peggle Master and fill the spot left by Splork. They uh, think it over. They would. They know they would be trapped in the game forever, um, and uh, they would live forever. They turn it down and decide to live the rest of their days with each other and their granddaughter. All right. Well, we knocked it out of the park. I think knocked it straight into the Peggle bucket. I'm sure if you gave this assignment to make a Peggle movie to anyone else, they would not get anything remotely close to what we just did. No. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I, honestly, it, with a little bit of point of pride, I feel like we do that with most movies that we write. <laughs> it is staff pick time. I recommend Cats 2019. It's a great time. It's a great, great movie. Insane in every, every manner. I highly recommend watching it with friends and with alcohol, because otherwise, I think I think it will become a little too real. <laughs> will it? Will it now? Oh will yeah, will it? Yeah, I think the uncanny valley of those fucked up cats will start to get to you, because it <laughs> it it gets to me in the beginning of the movie when I'm not drunk yet. It's very disturbing, um, but a fun time. So yeah, Cats 2019, check it out. Since our last episode was about Subnautica. I recently bought the sequel, um, and I had so much fun playing it. I just finished it a couple days ago. Would highly recommend. This series is one of my favorite series. Um, it's got cute penguins, I hear. Yes! It has a, <laughs> um, a cave full of baby penguins, and you can pick them up, and you can put them in your base. <laughs> it's awesome. Game of the year. Game of the year. I want to recommend a Ween album, but I feel like I already recommended The Mollusk. The Mollusk? The Mollusk? It's like... I don't remember what number album they were they made, but it's a very good, fun, cartoony album. Uh, it's a good vibe. It inspired Steven Hillenburg to make Spongebob, largely. Huh. You could definitely hear it. It's what Ocean Man is from. I think I I feel like I totally recommended this at like a different time. I don't think you did. But I we think mentioned... you recommended a different Ween album. It was like yeah. spacey and scary. Oh no, that was a Shoo Shoo album. Oh, or that was yeah. that the Washing Machine album? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I always you know Ween's great. Uh, that's that's a good album. We mentioned uh, Titan, that French uh, yeah. film. Yes. Uh really good movie. I super hardcore recommend very unpeggle like i'll admit like (laughs) not a complimentary vibe whatsoever but uh it's it's a good experience it's gross it's fucking gross it's pretty gross at points yeah but you know 
But at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's about family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, disclaimer, it is French. You know, so. French. <laughs> you know, if you're not into that kind of thing. <laughs> no offense um, to our French viewers. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, uh, <laughs> if you want to write in to the podcast and tell Matt, uh, tell Matt how you feel about the French, yeah. uh, you can, um, if you want to tell me off for being a bigot, you know, I, I, I can be swayed. Uh, write into us. We uh, we would love to hear from people. We would love to hear uh, people's takes and pitches. Um, you can find us at uh, gamerailcast at gmail.com or we, uh, we we changed our we changed our Twitter handle. I fixed it. We're no longer Gamereal Three. We're Gamereal Pod. So, nice. get at us. Tweet at us. Um, okay, we would like to thank Chris Kirk for our theme song. Um, if you'd like to follow him on Twitter, his Twitter handle is at Composer Kirk. That's at Composer K-I-R-K. And you can also follow him on Bandcamp at ComposerKirk.Bandcamp.com. And as always, uh, we would love to thank our resident artist, Brit Soda's Journa. You can go follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, her handle is at Artzoid. That's A-R-T-Z-0-I-D. Check her out. She does great work. Um, and uh, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Cassidy Easton. I'm Matt. I'm uh, We'll see you next time, space travelers.